everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts. Today, I'm very excited to bring to you a good friend of mine, Miss Marcy James. Marcy is the Director of Industry Marketing for Realtor.com. And today, we are going to talk all about relationships, specifically agent-to-agent referral relationships, and how you can utilize conferences and events when we can get back to them safely to help you grow your business. Let's get into today's episode. So much, Marcy, for joining me today on Real Estate by Relationship Podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks yes. for inviting so, me. Yes. I, I mean, your role at Realtor.com as the Director of Industry Marketing is perfect for our conversation about real estate and relationships. And just in case any non-realtors are listening, realtor.com, fun fact, is not um, a national association of realtors uh, domain. It is a um, portal that uh, receives an IDX feed for homes for sale that many of our clients and consumers um, view property on and look at property on. And so I always think that's an interesting fact that not everyone outside of our industry knows. How do you explain Realtor.com? I'm sure there's a better way to explain it than it, what I just did. You know, we're in, in a nutshell, we're a, a an app and a website for home search. Yep. And it's it is confusing because it's realtor.com and yep. we do we do lease that that name and that brand from the National Association of Realtors. Yes, so do. we are their we are their technology partner and we work very closely with them, but we're completely two different entities. Yep. And uh yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those things that um, you probably just educated some realtors on. So that's good news. So let's dive into relationships. My favorite thing to talk about. And what I love about you is you and I have built and nurtured a relationship through kind of this crazy real estate industry that we're in. And so I know that you see real estate from a different perspective because you are not a realtor. You do not sell real estate, but you are very intimately connected to the real estate industry. So what would you say Um, are the best strategies and approaches that you've seen real estate agents take to really nurture and deepen relationships in their business? Gosh, there's so many of them, but I would say um, focusing locally, of course, at first. So I've seen a lot of them that have built really um, engaging and wonderful local um, business pages and groups Mm -hmm. and groups are probably more important than pages at this point. Back in the day, we all started with pages and now most people have moved those over to groups. So Facebook groups can be really wonderful for your local community. I mean, there's some, some agents out there that have really um, fabulous groups where the engagement is unreal and there's all sorts of activities from, you know, favorite restaurants to, you know, what's, what dentist do you recommend to, you know, anybody have a babysitter that, (laughs) you know, it's, it's amazing. There's mom's groups. There's, I mean, you, any niche market, you can start a group in, you could start it just for, you know, for, for moms and it can grow from there. So I think starting locally and finding a place where you can connect to your audience is great. And that's where you can actually start building relationships with people you don't know. Right. I mean, that's honestly what I did back in the day when I was in marketing at a, um, I was with a Prudential franchise and a Berkshire Hathaway franchise and I was very active on social media from day one. And I just started networking and engaging with people across the country. And 
that's how I built a lot of those relationships. That's where you start them. But then it's so important to take them offline at some point, because that is where the magic happens is when you can take men, when you can take that relationship offline. And that could be what anything from a cup of coffee to um, you do all sorts of wonderful events in your community or with your, in your community, with your brokerage, correct? So yes. Yeah. But you, what you said was so key about taking them offline, right? Relationship building online is like the, you know, cocktail party, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the, you chat with somebody for a little bit and then you move on to another conversation. You may kind of walk up to a group of three or four people and you're the fifth person and you don't really get ingressed into the conversation. So you move on to another group. That's kind of how I view the social media meeting people. You know, you exchange business cards or these days you probably just, you know, message each other, your contact card from your phone. Right. And then you say, you know, I'll follow up later. Let's chat for, you know, let's have lunch. Let's, you know, have a conversation. I'll follow up with you. And then that is where social media, in my opinion, people need to take it then offline, right? Take it offline, nurture and deepen that relationship, really learn about that person, learn how you can connect, learn how you can help each other. Um, I, Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic advice. And it's really interesting that you bring up the Facebook groups. Um, because I do know a lot of realtors who do them very successfully. And then I know other realtors who start them and kind of then don't do anything with them after they start them, right? They get them going and they don't do anything to nurture them, to add people to them. So what have you seen in the ones that you're in? Cause I'm sure realtors invite you to all different kinds of groups. Yep. What kind of groups or what have you seen realtors do in those Facebook groups that really allows them to attract people into those groups and continue to grow the groups? Yeah, you know, it's a huge commitment because it is a lot of work. Um, just that, I mean, I manage one group for Realtor.com as part of my role, and it's it's a lot of work. Um, just you know, moderating what other people are posting and make sure make sure making sure the conversation is moving in the right direction. And um, when people request to join the group, doing all those approvals, and there's a lot to it. And so it is hard to do on your own. So I, a lot of the realtors that I've seen do it really super successfully. Partner with other industry. Um, people. Mm-hmm. So they might bring in a mortgage person to partner with them. They might bring bring in a local um, um, beautician, the gal that does their hair. They might bring in the local, you know, mom blogger. So partner with other people in your community that, that are also um, have incentive to build an audience and they can help you nurture and grow this group. But you are the official, you know, realtor of the group. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's that brings up the next question that I would ask as a realtor is how do you think realtors should or what have you seen realtors successfully do in order to not make it a realtor group, right? Yeah. Because there's tons of realtors in the community and typically you're not going to name it the Bar Betts Real Estate Group. You're going to name it something like Live Love Long Beach or, you know, Long Beach right. Life or something like that where other realtors could be attracted to the group. I'm sure you've talked to other agents yeah. about that. You no, know, you. It's just like social social media in general, and I think it's Katie Lance that always says that. I think it's Katie. I'm going to give her credit for this, regardless. That <laughs> sure it's she'll like it. it's it's um, give give ask give give ask, and you can you can use that in in multiple different ways, and and it's not like just when you're in the group, it's not really asking, but it's like 
provide value, provide value, and then go ahead and throw something a little, like a picture of you, like, oh my gosh, you guys, I just closed this gorgeous listing today. Look at, you know, or look, I just got this brand new listing. I can't wait to show you guys the beautiful photos that I had taken today. Something that's not super promotional, but is like that you're sharing it because you love it yourself. Yeah. And not because you want somebody in that group to buy it or know that you're a realtor, but sharing it out of pure joy, um, I think is, is a way to kind of you know, subtly, you want to do it subtly, obviously, I, you know, a Facebook group is not a place to go in and do a hard sell ever. No, no, I think you need to come from, it's kind of like, you know, charities. I always tell people when you're going to volunteer, when they, when they're like, oh, realtors should volunteer, they should be part of charities. They should give back to their community. I'm a firm believer of that, but only in areas that you're passionate about, right? It has to be Mm -hmm. authentic. It can't be this fake um, front that you have. You have to be actually passionate about what you're doing. Like I always talk about the reasons I volunteer um, at, you know, the local state and national association of realtors mm-hmm. is because I'm super passionate about helping the industry and giving back to my industry. If I was just going to events to get leads and to meet realtors and, and try to sell, you know, that they should give all of their Southern California business to me, I would be sniffed out right away. Like it would mm-hmm. come out like very clearly that I'm just there for a sales pitch. Instead, I'm nurturing and deepening relationships by giving back to real estate and the real estate industry and it's passionate and it's authentic. And then people get to know who I am and that I would be a great referral partner in California. So love that you said that. And I think that applies in so many situations, Barbara, because you like anybody that's in a sales role, you have to go into these, whatever event or social media, you're there to build a relationship. You're not there to sell. Nope. It's not your place to sell in those, those places. You're there to build the relationship and that requires giving. So you have to, you know, give, 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 and then occasionally put the ask out there. And the same thing, yep. like with referrals, it's like, yep. give, 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 leave those goodies on the stop by and leave goodies on the yep. doorstep, you know, do your, do your little birthday card and then ask, you know, Hey, yep. do you have any referrals for me? Absolutely. Um, you know, I interviewed a while back, Tommy Choi, he's been a guest on the podcast and Tommy Choi, (laughs) right. He talks about making deposits before you can make withdrawals and it's the same concept, right? You have to be there as a resource, as a helper, as a giver before you can be a taker and takers get sniffed out right away. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all, we all know it. So, so I love the Facebook group concept. I think that's something that I haven't seen a ton of realtors be really great at. So, um, is there any examples of groups or people that, you know, do it really well that realtors could connect with and, and maybe just become Facebook? Facebook friends with and get to know, because I'm sure there are some realtors across the U.S. that are doing a great job of it. Oh, gosh, I should have had those prepared for you. Um, oh, my gosh, there is a gal, Boca Moms. It's it's Boca Raton, yeah. Florida. Is it Michelle Belisari? No, it's not. It's, oh, my God, her group is huge. I'm going to um, look it up. Boca Moms. Okay, we'll yes. put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the link. I'll look yes. it up after I get off and I'll send you the link. Her group is amazing. And she started it just as, you know, this simple little group and it blew up into something really amazing um, with tons of tons of like probably 30 posts a day from people wow. in that group. So it's super active. Wow. And, uh, she's built a whole business on that group. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, that's a great one to look up. Okay, let's let's talk about another way that realtors can build relationships in business. Now, yeah, you, not every, yeah, everybody likes to do social. So. No, not everybody likes to do social media. So now this is something that I know you've witnessed and watched because you are obviously the director of 
industry, you know, marketing and relations for a very big real estate driven company. And let's just pretend that we are having events again, because I do Mm -hmm. believe that real estate events will come back, Mm -hmm. meaning conferences you guys have had. um, Oh, gosh, what was it called? Success? Um, Results Summit. Results Summit. Um, You know, Inman will come back. All the national events will come back. We talked about a franchise event that might be happening soon. So I often hear realtors tell me, now I know the answer to this, but I want to hear from your perspective. Realtor friends will tell me, why do you go to all those conferences? You already do a great business. You don't need to hear what they're saying. You don't need that training. It's a waste of time. It's taking you away from your sales business locally, i.e. lead generation and other things. I know that's not true. What do you see as the power in realtors gathering and learning from one another at these events? And what can realtors do when they go to these events to actually make their trip work for them? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's such a great question. And yeah, there's, there's so many different levels and so many different layers to what you get at these events. But I think, you know, education is a big piece of it and and going there and committing to it and learning in person is so different than just, you know, watching a video online. Um, It's just a whole different environment, a whole different feel. You're just, you're more committed when you're there in person and you're taking notes and you're, you're um, making actionable decisions while you're in sessions. Like I'm going to put that into action when I get home, adding it to my calendar. Now Um, you're also building relationships with the people that are doing these activities um, and learning from, from almost like, it's almost like having free mentors. So you're meeting people that are putting these, um, the, the meeting, the people that are give these sessions after the session, you may go have drinks with them, you know, sit down and have a drink with them, um, at, at the bar and be, be able to talk really on a much deeper level about what they're doing and, and then connect with them throughout, you know, on social media and, and just really build that relationship. And you have a built-in mentor, someone that's really going to help you if you have questions, um, the, the relationship building has so many layers as well. It's, you know, it's the deep, the deep loving relationships that you build that are just mentally there to support you and build you and help you in your career. There's yeah. so much of that in the industry. We have an industry of givers on um, people that are just there wanting to give back all the time because it's such a wonderful industry. And we do, we do such amazing work and there's just all, a ton of people out there that are there waiting to give you something if you go to an event and you're willing to accept and to talk and to learn. I love everything you just said because I think that realtors go to these events and they sit and they take notes and they don't talk to anybody and they don't follow the people that they're learning from. And they don't, you know, you guys have to understand that when you go to these events, like we're talking about, and you're in these typically, you know, breakout rooms, you can go to different sessions. Um, When speakers, like I speak a lot. And when I get off the stage, I have no problem spending a few minutes chatting with people and answering questions, but you have to have the guts to walk up to that person and get your question answered or send them a note after, whether it be an email, a text, a DM, a handwritten note and saying, Hey, really enjoyed hearing you speak at the results summit. You know, love what you said about X, Y, and Z. I'm going to remember that as a realtor. I'm going to take your card. I'm going to put it in my CRM as a realtor connection, and I'm going to stay in touch with you. And I could have business for you. And this is how I transformatively built my career back in the great inconvenience as my good friend, Glenn Hellyer likes to call it instead of the great recession. But this is really how I built my career was realtor to realtor relationships. And they were Mm -hmm. all realtors. I met at conferences. 
And the realtors that attend the conferences tend to be the ones that have a little bit, um, they have drive, they're, they're successful. And you know, there's that saying, and I, and I don't know the exact saying, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's like, surround yourself with people the, the, who you want to become, like surround yourself with those people you admire that are going to push you to be more, that are going to make you a better person. And I believe when you go to events, you do that, but you do have to, you can't just go sit in the session and go back to your room. You have no. to, you have to take part in the networking activities because that's where the magic happens. It really is. I love that we're talking about this because the number one thing I miss about our Inman events is LobbyCon. And we all oh, know yeah. what LobbyCon means. If you are an Inman attender, you know what that means. But if you don't, let's just picture a big, large bar area with honestly not that many seats. And pretty much all day during the event, people will go meet in the lobby to talk and synergize. But when the event is over, it literally is like realtors transform that lobby into the biggest party slash one-on-one conversation slash hop around from group to group, (laughs) eat pizza at midnight. I mean, you name it, it's going on in that lobby. And I have met some of the most brilliant thought leaders friend that people that I now call friends, Mm -hmm. um, just from having the courage to go stop in the bar and it's hard and it's overwhelming, especially when you know, no one in the bar area, but I promise you, if you just go sit on a couch next to a group of other realtors, they will bring you into that conversation and you will quickly have friends. Do you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. All of those. I mean, and that's how it is at these events. You're, you're constantly meeting new people. You, you might be sitting like you and I could be sitting talking and someone that you know, or, or just met might walk up and you'll introduce me. And then now I know someone else new too. And you now we're talking. So it's like this constant, you're constantly being introduced to new people because yeah. you're networking with other people that are meeting other people. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's just wonderful. And then it's about what you do after that though. Right. Any relationship is only as good as the follow-up and the nurturing that happens. If you just meet them, it's like getting now in, in your world of realtor.com, right? Internet leads can be very cold and passive if they're not nurtured correctly, right? We know that. It going to Inman or Realtor.com results or summit or an NAR or California Associate, any conference you go to, mm-hmm. meeting someone and taking a business card and not doing anything with it after mm-hmm. is no different than calling an internet lead one time and expecting them to buy a home with you. Yep. So you have to have a CRM <laughs> and you have I, to use it and you have to use it um, to like, okay, so you know, Eleni Summershield, right? Yep. She is, I met her probably five years ago and you know, realtor.com has top producer, which is CR, is a CRM product. She is the COO for wise agent. So we both have like competing products, but we basically just, you know, we're like sisters. We just adore each other and we're really good friends, but our relationship started and with her, like the year after we met, she would follow up with me and she would remember all these things. She would, we would remember that I liked certain types of wine, or this was my favorite drink, or that my birthday was, she remembered my, all these little things. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you doing this? And she says, I put everything in my CRM, Yes, everything. And it made me feel so special to her. Mm -hmm. And it like, I was like, that is the secret to making someone feel special. It's like, if you use your CRM to just write these little tidbits in there, like, right. You can write them on the business card, but then put them in your CRM. hundred percent. 
oh my God, that person is going to be your best friend. If you remember what their favorite drink is at the next event and order it for them or Or send them a bottle of wine or it's their birthday, you get them the proper, like for me, if you know me well, you know, I love cab. I love red wine. Mm -hmm. I'm also definitely allergic to chocolate. So I giggle when people don't remember that about me. I know they've sat at dinner with me where they find out I, you've been at dinner with me where we order desserts and I don't, and people are like, what's wrong with you, Barb? Why aren't you have this is amazing chocolate cake? I'm like, well, do you want to take me to the emergency room? And it's always a topic of conversation because people cannot believe that. Yes, I am deathly allergic to chocolate. So I wouldn't send me chocolate gifts, but I get chocolate gifts all the time. All the time. And I'm, I'm not putting anybody down for it. I'm just saying if someone listened to me, for instance, Joseph, okay, I cannot mix say, 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 thank you. We have really gotten to know each other from your dinners, from, from having events with you. And he has connected with me in amazing ways and knows things and remembers things about me that I'm like, when did I tell you that? If Joseph took the time, if he was ever to send me non-chocolate items and sent me a white chocolate item, that would be Barb's trigger that Joseph paid attention because white Mm -hmm. chocolate isn't something people typically send people. Right. But if someone sends me something like that, I know they were listening and paying attention. And again, I'm not saying that's essential to having a relationship with Barb Betts, but what I am saying is it stands out to me when Mm -hmm. someone does that, just like she was doing that to you and sending you your favorite things. And it is as simple as putting it in the notes section of your CRM. And if you don't have a CRM, that has a notes section, you really need to find one. If you don't have one that's searchable by some of these words, Mm -hmm. you really need to find one because something that I've really made a goal of mine is when I meet other realtors at events and I get their business card and we have a conversation about where they really work because their city on their card may mean nothing to me, right? Like name a city in the Denver area that I wouldn't know. Um, Thornton. Okay, perfect. If that was on your business card, if that was the area that you serve, I would have mm-hmm. no idea where that really is. But if right. we have a conversation in the bar and I find out that you work the Denver metro area, I'm going to write that on your card. You are absolutely correct. Then when I go to my CRM, I'm going to write Denver metro in the notes. So when I search Denver, cause I'm looking for a Denver realtor, Marcy's going to pop up. You know, and that's, that's just another great reason you could go to go to events because you meet so many people. If you like to do referrals or you ever want to be able to do referrals, it's a great reason to go and network and meet people from around the country. You would be amazed how many realtors don't have a realtor network. And if you go to some of these events, of course, we're talking about events when they become, you know, socially correct again, and that, you know, companies are actually having them. But when you go to some of these events and you meet realtors, if you don't have a realtor network, this is a great way to grow your realtor network. And I promise you the realtors who are traveling to events, especially the ones that are traveling, Mm -hmm. going to events, learning, committing themselves, spending the money for a hotel, food, the conference itself, which they're not cheap. No. They are committed to their business. That's how I always look at it. Like I want to find the realtors who are investing back in themselves, who are investing in their business and their clients. And I know immediately those are realtors that I want um, to have in my world and I'm going to choose to refer to. So mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly important. Yeah, I agree. All right. As we wrap up, because you have dropped a ton of great knowledge and I love where our conversation went to more the, you know, kind of realtor to realtor and realtor industry type conversations. 
what would you say over all your years of, of, of watching this real estate industry, what would you say the thing that impresses you the most about realtors? Oh my gosh, that's, that's tough. You should have prepped me for that question, Barbara. <laughs> I love Rob. Well, obviously, you, you guys are, are are risk takers because you are your your entrepreneurs, your risk takers. I feel like um, realtors have to be um, so knowledgeable in so many different areas. I mean, obviously, there's a big there's marketing that goes into building your own business, mm-hmm. and you know it. And and then there's the whole legal side. I mean, not like you have to know all the legal stuff, and then you have to build those relationships. And so there's a lot of different moving pieces that that um, are part of being um, a good realtor. And so I think it tends to attract a lot of really smart, amazing, wonderful people. And I just feel so lucky and blessed to have been a part of this industry for the last almost 25 years now. And uh, I would we never better not be it. going anywhere. No, I'm not planning to. <laughs> we never need people like you, Marcy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today. I love all the information and nuggets that you shared. And I know that you gave a ton of information and, and wealth to our realtor members. Um, and frankly, some of the other business owners that listen to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. If people want to learn more about realtor.com or top producer or any of the other products that you kind of oversee, where should they go? Oh, well, the realtor.com website or, or marketing.realtor.com. Or if you're on Facebook and you would like to join my community, is the realtor.com pro community on Facebook. So if you just Google that or you just put that in the Facebook search bar, realtor.com mm-hmm. pro community, it'll come up. And I'd love to, to meet you and have you join our little community there. Love that. Um, and then, yeah. And I'm on social everywhere as Marcy James. So yes, you are. You are very easy to find, but I love that you mentioned that community because there are some really great realtors in there. I love that you moderate it and kind of manage it because it does prevent some of the other shenanigans that happen in some other groups that we will leave nameless, but you do do a great job moderating that and keeping the conversation really pro real estate and pro realtor, which I appreciate about you. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so much again for being here. I appreciate you so much. And for those of you listening, if you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the subscribe button, leave us a five-star review. We would love to see that. And until next time, we will see you guys soon. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you.